Hello, you guys. Welcome back to Let's Buy Podcast. In today's episode, I am joined by my good friend, Mary Agan. I am so excited for you guys to check out today's episode. We talk all things from EDM to artist management and her new business, Arcana Management, as well as how she deals with productivity and routines and everything like that. So without further ado, let's vibe into today's episode. Hello, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope you are doing well. Happy Tuesday. I am excited to get into today's episode with Mary. She is a good, close friend of mine, and I'm really excited for you guys to hear this episode. I was buzzing the moment we got off this call because it was just such a good call, and I'm excited for everything we talk about. Um, But kicking it off, hi, hello, hope you're doing well. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, share this podcast with a friend. One announcement is that I am not promoting on my Let's Vibe podcast Instagram anymore, but you can tag that Instagram. Uh, It's just one less thing to manage. So I'm posting all of the podcast content on Vibe with Aid now from moving, moving forward. So feel free to tag me on Instagram where you're listening from today. Share with a friend. There's lots of really amazing nuggets of knowledge that Mary was dropping left and right. I was just like, oh, she's just such an amazing and incredible human being. So I'm really excited for this episode for you guys. Um, But first off, let's kick it off with a little bit of a vibe check. I'm really excited to catch up with you guys. A lot has been going on. So let's go ahead and get comfortable. Close your eyes and we'll take those three deep breaths together. So let's take that first inhale in and exhale it back out. Second one in and exhale it back out. Last one in. We'll release in three, two, one, and exhale it back out. Now, I'm going to ask the following questions. You can either think in your head, journal, whatever feels good to you. How am I feeling today? Do I like this feeling? What could this feeling be trying to teach me? What could make today better or is there a need to? What are three things I'm grateful for today? What could I affirm for myself today or a goal I can set for myself? Now I'll go ahead and share how I'm feeling and you can ponder those questions throughout today. Today I'm feeling good. It's Wednesday. I'm getting ahead of the game and recording. So I'm recording a week ahead of time. Yesterday's podcast went up, which was festival season 2021 and everything about how people are feeling about it. So I feel really great about that. Everything's been going really well, you guys, business-wise, everything-wise. I'm just feeling so great and just soaking in the abundance of everything. I just can't believe I'm at this point, you know, where it's April. I'm self-employed. I'm doing the damn thing. It's been two months since I quit my full-time job, and it's just been really great. And so overall, like I can't really complain about anything. It's just kind of still getting in a rhythm of things, but I have some more exciting projects coming and more, more things happening. And it just feels really good that I have the time to dedicate to my ideas and everything going on. So I'm just really stoked about everything and really happy with how everything's going. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other things. There's not too many other updates, just kind of working and grinding away until Ubby Dubby. Um, my birthday is in one month and my parents will be coming for that. So I'm excited about that. 
Um, and yeah, I had a really awesome March. I was just getting my business up and running. I have nine clients now in my coaching business and I will be launching um, something special. So if you want to get in on coaching with me, there will be another opportunity later this month. Um, and I will also be and then from there, one-on-one coaching will most likely open back up in June. So just to kind of give you guys um, some ideas if you're interested in coaching with me. Um, but yeah, still doing marketing freelancing, still kind of doing all of that. And then Vibe with Aid is picking up because festivals are coming back, which has been really exciting. Um, so we're just keeping this truck moving along. We're feeling good. We're doing what we can and everything like that. And so um I like this feeling let's keep it going I don't think there's anything it's teaching me right now because I'm feeling good um we're halfway through today so I just need to kind of like prioritize the rest of my day I'm recording a podcast episode with my next guest after this and so I'm excited for that one to come out that'll be out in I think two weeks maybe um from when you're listening or the next week I can't decide um I'll also have an episode on Ubby Dubby coming up once Ubby Dubby passes we'll do a deep dive on everything that went down at Ubby Dubby so lots of exciting things going on I feel like April to May is going to be really crazy um we're also waiting to hear about the EDC announcement so by the time this is up we've already heard about the EDC announcement so I'm hoping it's in October just for my own mental sanity but we'll see how everything goes um and yeah three things I am grateful for I didn't prep this before so this is just what's coming out um number one I'm grateful for myself I'm grateful for believing in myself and taking the chance to become self-employed and to just do the damn thing I'm so so proud of myself I also have been killing it in the gym um I reached a goal that I've never thought I could reach before so I've also been really proud of myself in that aspect as well I think I'm going to do a week in my life uh health and fitness type vlog what I eat in a day that kind of thing um just because I'm feeling really good and I want to share what I've been doing um in hopes to help other people and how my mindset with my body has just changed so much and so that will be coming soon to my YouTube channel um and then second thing I'm grateful for Oh, let's see. I think I'm grateful right now for my clients. All my coaching clients have been so, so amazing. We've been getting into um, the first couple of weeks of my program, and it's just really great to connect with these awesome human beings that are wanting to better their lives. And I feel like I'm learning more about myself as I'm like helping them learn more about themselves. So it's been a really awesome journey. Then the last one, let's see. I'm grateful for Chase. Let's just let's just throw that in and give some gratitude to my boyfriend, who's the most amazing person ever. He won't listen to this podcast. He's just not the audience, honestly. But if you were to listen, hi, <laughs> um, I've been really grateful for him lately. We just celebrated eight months together. We have our first festival together coming up. He's coming over tonight and I'm just really glad to have someone in my corner that is wanting to grow and wanting to better themselves, but also want to grow together and I could go on and on. Absolutely love him. Um, goal or affirmation. And so I actually wanted to switch it up this week and kind of bring up a question that came to me while I was working out today. Um, and I posted it to my Instagram story and it's not meant to cause anxiety, but we'll talk through it. And so it's more so a statement that turns into a question. So the statement is every day you're casting a vote to either one, become the person you want to be and or two, 
create the life you've always wanted. And it came to me that all the choices I've been making recently is so that I can become my best and highest self and so that I can also live my dream life. So every day I'm making a conscious effort to make choices that align with that. And so that really asks the question of, are you making choices that align with your future best highest self today? And are you making choices that can create the life you've always wanted? If that causes some sort of discomfort or anxiety, I'm sorry, but that is calling out to you that maybe something needs to change Um, and that there's something that you need to tend to in your life so that you can be making choices that align with your highest and best self and also making choices that can cultivate the dream life, the life you've always wanted. So that is my little nugget of knowledge I'm going to leave with you guys today. Um, cause it's just, it came to me while working out and I was like, yeah, I've been fucking killing it in my business, in my personal life, in health and fitness, because I've been actively making choices that align with my highest and best self. And I'm basically creating the life I've always wanted. I have flexibility right now. I have freedom right now. I get to work with awesome people. I'm creating my own income and future and everything like that. And so just kind of take a little audit. What choices are you making day in and day out? And how is that affecting your future self and your future life? Um, And if you want to talk more through that and want more help and guidance on that, definitely reach out to me and we can talk a little bit more about it. But yeah, it just kind of came to me and it just felt right. Um, As for this week, song of the week, I don't know if anything's been coming to mind that I've been had on repeat, but let's just go to my made for you. Um, oh, I know what song's been my song of the week. Oh, this song has been on repeat. It is um, Nightfall by Hot Sense 82. This album, Recovery, is amazing. Hot Sense 82 is amazing. If you don't know Hot Sense 82, now you know. Um, but this song Nightfall just like I don't know what it is it just takes me on a journey somewhere and it also just like you could play this on a nighttime drive whatever feels good to you Um, I'm gonna play just a little bit So good. I'm going to add that to the playlist. For those that don't know, I have a song of the week playlist. I'm going to add that in the show notes and you can also find it on Instagram. Um, But yeah, that song has just been speaking to me a lot lately. And Hot Sense 82 is on both Chase and I's list to see this year. We both want to see Hot Sense 82 and Ben Balmer. So we're hoping that happens. Um, Fingers crossed for us. Um, But yeah, that is it to kick it off into today's episode. I'm going to take a quick break and we will be right back with today's guest. Hopping in here real quick to let you guys know that this episode is sponsored by The Stage. So if you are interested in other EDM and festival-related podcasts, festival-related vlogs and YouTube channels or tour footage and things like that, definitely check out The Stage at stagehoppers.com. My content is on there as well as some other creators in the EDM and festival space. So if you want to go check that out, definitely go to stagehoppers.com and show your support to some other creators. Now let's vibe back into today's episode. All right, you guys. So today's guest, she really doesn't need an introduction, but I'm just going to give a little spiel about Mary Agan and then I'll let her introduce herself as well. I met her maybe 2018, 2019. No, definitely 2018. 
because then I got to hang out with her on Holy Ship 2019 and I hung out with her crew. She's just always had such amazing energy and is literally one of the sweetest people I've ever met and works so hard and is just so inspiring. And she is involved in so many different things right now and is doing an amazing job in everything she does. And she recently just announced that she started her own business, which is Arcana Management, which is to manage artists in the EDM space, um, dance music space. And I that was the moment that I was like, okay, I need to have her on this podcast. I've been wanting to have her on this podcast and I've just been kind of waiting and waiting for the right time. And then she announced that and I was like, okay, it's go time. I need to have Mary on this podcast And we have a really amazing conversation just about all the things she's involved in, how she got to where she got to, um, and then how she kind of deals with everything and balances everything. And so we talk a lot about like productivity, mental health, and she even brought to light some things that have really helped me um, that I hope can help you as well. And so without further ado, let's welcome Mary Agan to Let's Vibe Podcast. All right, you guys, I am so excited to present to you guys Mary Agan. She's plant mom, up and coming TikTok star, EDM dad, uh, manager. I, there's just so many titles to her because there's so many facets to her. And I really am so excited to introduce you guys to her. And this is our first time talking in a long time and I miss her and like, can't wait till we reunite. Um, but welcome to let's buy podcast, Mary. Thank you so much. Um, it is honestly, I was like, so honored when you reached out and asked if I wanted to be on your podcast. Um, you know, I, love and support you and have loved watching you just like grow and blossom into creating all these incredible different like avenues for yourself so like I'm so grateful to just also come and hang out and I know and catch up and chat for a little bit I know you've been having so many exciting things going on I feel like both of us have been having exciting things going on so I'm excited to chat about it because I feel like it can inspire a lot of people um the things that we are both working on and that you're working on and then also like I this came up for me of just like how do you manage everything too because like a lot of people ask me the same thing so I think that's something that we can dive into too is like how we're able to manage these things and still make things happen so for those that don't know who you are if you just want to give like a quick brief intro about yourself Yeah. So, um, yeah, my name is Mary. I, um, am currently an artist manager. I just launched a brand new artist management company with my best friend and closest colleague. Um, we launched that a few weeks ago. I also am a writer for the big international music outlet at UKF. And then I also started working at Thrive, a music group, which is a record label under Universal Music Group on their marketing team as well. And then I'm also a full-time grad uh, school student. So just a, just a few things on the plate at the moment. <laughs> just a couple of things here and there. You see what I mean, you guys, with that intro? That's why I listed so many things because she's just like so incredible. And I feel like there's also just so many chapters to your life and like phases to your life that like have brought you here, right? Oh, it, it is, uh, it's quite the story for sure. Yeah, quite the story. So we'll dig into that first, but with every guest, I like to do a vibe check at the top of the episode, just to check in how you're doing and everything. So to start off, how are you doing today? 
Um, I am doing great this morning, actually. I have started um, making myself get up earlier in the mornings. Um, I do have a morning routine, but I wanted to allot more time to that. Um, it's just like an hour where I am not really on my phone. I just like play music. I go and do my skincare routine. And then I sit and I meditate and I do some like breath work and I, and I journal and then I do like a daily like tarot spread. So it's just kind of like an hour of my time where I can just like fully ground and center mm -hmm. myself before I even look at like emails or texts or anything. And it has done wonders for like being able to just like start the day on a very like level-headed kind of grounded mindset versus like I used to just wake up and roll over and check my phone and I would have like 10 emails a ton of text messages and just like immediately frazzled and like oh my god I need to do this today and this today but it's just so nice to give yourself just like an hour of like peace in the morning before you start tackling everything and before the day really starts happening yeah I love that I'm the same way I love having like just a solid morning routine just to like ease into the day and everything like that what time are you typically waking up um I usually wake up around 7 30. okay um I'm kind of lucky that a lot of my a lot of my work is on pacific time so okay. I kind of well, but so I also wanted to wake up and give myself an extra hour. So like yeah. now that grad school, this next quarter is about to start. So I have like my morning chunk where I can handle catching up on man on emails, um, like management stuff and UKF things, especially because there's, they're eight hours ahead. So yeah. like I'm having to also operate on like a few different time zones. So like giving myself like extra hours, really nice. Yeah. That's awesome. And you also just got the first shot of the vaccine, right? Um, tomorrow I'm getting it tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow, tomorrow. Yes. You have an appointment and tattoos. <laughs> yeah, and then a full day tattoo session on yeah. Saturday. So I don't know why I did that to myself, but I did. So it's fine. It's fine. We're fine. I love that. What are three things you're grateful for right now? Um, well, first I'm grateful for a roof over my head. Um, definitely just grateful for like basic necessities in my life I don't have to worry about and next thing I'm grateful for are my colleagues and my support system um, I would not be able to do all the things I have done solo by any means and then last thing I'm grateful for is finally seeing the light at the end of this pandemic tunnel within our industry it feels so good to just like see so many good things and everyone's just so excited to see the end of this and back to events and being in person again that just feels so relieving feels like a, a universal just like <sighs> breath of like yeah. fresh air this week yeah totally we've gotten some really good news and exciting things I'm excited for everything that's to come and all of that um and we to see each other like it's just been so long like I just like get emotional thinking about all the reunions and everything that's about to happen with all of us I know, not to mention how many like friendships I've made from the pandemic. So I'm like, I now my list of people that I want yes. to see in person and hug is like exponentially longer now. <laughs> that and artists too. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> like my list doubled, if not tripled of artists that I'm like, okay, I have to see this person. I have to see that person. So I'm going to be like going all over the freaking place at the next festival. Oh yeah. You won't even catch me backstage because I'm going to be sprinting from sets. To sets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what we're training our cardio on now. You guys, we got to be able to get back into that. I cannot even stay up past like 10 o'clock now. <laughs> Nevertheless, like a handle three day festival. Oh my God. You know, all the tweets that are like, this is not the same body that did three day festival. <laughs> 
No, this is sheltered Mary. Right <laughs> yeah. <now. laughs> yeah, we need to get back into it. And then the last thing in this vibe check, what's a goal or affirmation that you're living by or a goal you're working towards right now? Um, well, as you know, like I've like in last just since like 2021 started, I feel like I have aggressively kind of like leveled up in my career and in a ton of different ways. Yeah. And of course, what happens with like positive change is we feel imposter syndrome. So something that mm. I tell myself every morning, I'm worthy, I am secure, I'm valued, I am whole. So like just like a constant reminder of like all the things that I've wished for that are now have now manifested in my career, like I'm deserving of that in every single way. So just like always reminding myself of that every morning. I love that. I could use that too. (laughs) I've been doing the same. I I say about the same, like I am safe. I am enough. I'm worthy. And then I also say I can do hard things. That's my, that's been my go-to one lately of like, I can do hard things. Like Cause I feel like I'm getting to that point where I'm almost psyching myself out from that imposter syndrome Mm -hmm. of like, oh, now we really have to do this. Like, can we really actually do this? And it's like, no, yeah, we can't. We're good. Like I can do hard things. (laughs) So I totally get that. And so I talked a little bit about this of just like, I feel like there's so many chapters to your life and like, there's just so much to dive into. So you can give like a spark notes version of it, but what's like a little bit of your backstory of how you got to this point? Um, well, so I, um, pretty much where I am now in my music career, I realized a year after I graduated college, um, that corporate life was the opposite for me. I could not have felt more out of sync in like every aspect of my life trying to be in a corporate setting. Mm -hmm. And so I just really almost had like a massive like reset. I moved to a little ski town. I was like, I just need to like find out who I am and like who Mary really is and what really is like my, like what I want to like strive for in my life and like what I want that to be focused around. And my one constant throughout all the change in my life has been music and my passion for music. And I was like, okay, since this is the one thing that is like, that I cannot get enough of, I have to find a way to make this my work and my life. Because if I do anything else, I can't fake my, I, I mean, I'm a Sagittarius. I cannot fake my energy. I cannot fake my passion. So if something is not clicking with me, it is so uncomfortable for me to try to pr- keep pursuing that. So um, yeah, so then the, over the last uh, about like three, three and a half years, I just really tried all different things of trying to of like getting into the music industry. So I started mm-hmm. writing for a publication and with that, I was able to start traveling um, and kind of getting more experience and see what things I wanted to work in. And then when I moved from Mesquite Town to Salt Lake City, um, I worked with um, a bunch of my friends there to work on like an underground events company, which was so cool. And that kind of gave me like the events outside of stuff, especially like being like a self-starter pro- like promotion company. And then I, um, and then yes, yeah, so and then I was working at Electric. Hawk. And so that gave me um, experience on like running a label and everything like that, which is now just transpired into everything that I do today. And um, which is everything that I absolutely love. So like I said, I'm in grad school, I'm getting my master's degree in marketing with a specific emphasis in digital marketing. Um, so that is 100% relevant to everything I'm doing at Thrive, which is you know, marketing and putting together different like projects, um, how to push releases in different ways across like different 
platforms, work on different kinds of campaigns, as well as now running an artist management company and having to now guide artists um, and their projects, which is everything in the music industry because it's all online and how to reach people all revolves around marketing. So I realized mm -hmm. that, you know, everything that I love to study and love to do is now I'm like 100% doing that in everything in my life right now. And also too, my position at UKF was kind of an accident, how that came to be. Um, I just decided to start writing again after taking a year off. And then after the article got published of the release that I covered, the label manager hit me up and was like, do you want to join the UKF <laughs> team? And I was like, this is literally the most full circle moment ever because I, wow. the reason why I got into electronic music was because I started listening to UKF, like their YouTube channel, probably like 12, 13 years ago. Um, so now being able to write for the outlet that pretty much like got me into music was like one of the most like gratifying yeah. experiences ever. So, and that is just fun because I just get to interview artists and then write about them. And wow. it's the most, it's the most ideal kind of like side gig ever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's so, so awesome. Did you go to school for marketing? Uh, yes, really? my, my undergrad, I got, uh, I double majored in finance and marketing. Okay. Uh-huh. And then I realized marketing is very much more up my alley as a human being. Like I yeah. am a creative being, but I'm not necessarily like an artist. So I'm able to still be creative in my business brain, which is why I love yeah. it. Yeah. That's exactly why I love marketing too. I haven't really thought about grad school, but I was like, seeing you go through it and talking about it, I was like, maybe grad school can be in the cards. I don't really know. Cause it, I love marketing too, but. Yeah, it was honestly such a good decision for me where I was in my life, because like, as everyone else can explain, you know, everyone had a similar experience. 2020 was about to pop off the yeah. year. And then, of course, <laughs> um, and so when the pandemic hit, I was like, okay, I can either like mope around that. I can't really like do anything or I can bust my ass and try to like better myself, invest in myself, mm -hmm. do what I can so that at the end of this, whenever that is, I will be in a better place than when I started. And I am exactly. so grateful that I did that um, because it's been an invaluable experience. And not to mention, I mean, you know, the marketing world changes so often that what yeah. I was marketing five years ago in undergrad or however long that was, long ago um <laughs> where I am now it's just like it was so nice to get kind of like a refresher on everything and and look at like new tactics and like what's like changing and what's upcoming in the marketing world in the digital space so like it was for me it was has been an invaluable experience yeah totally that's so awesome when do you graduate from that program June I graduated June oh. 11th so I, because I did it full time, I was able to knock it out in a year, which is perfect wow. timing for, as you know, the our industry is like just coming back and I'm like, this could not have been better. She's going to be vaccinated and graduated. You guys like, that's just, <laughs> so ready. I'm so ready. <laughs> that's going to be so, so awesome. And so I want to talk about your new project, your new baby, like everything about that. So tell me a little bit more about your artist management company that you started. So um, we uh, launched, we announced it to the public on March 15th. It's Arcana Management. It is co-founded by myself and my colleague, um, Norma Cormack. And her and I have been working together for about a year and a half. And I've never had such a natural 
like brain connected dynamic with someone in a working sense. Everything we touched was like, but like an idea comes to fruition so quickly and it was always a massive um, success. So like her and I have been just a dynamic duo in a working sense since literal day one. So (laughs) we were on the phone just kind of talking like, you know, like what we thought like our next steps were and like very classic her and I like dynamic, we pretty much like said this idea at the same time. And since that moment, it's been nonstop. Um, And every single step of the way has been such a, like reassurance that this was the right move for both of us. Um, and Arcana, as you know, obviously in the tarot deck, there's the major and the minor Arcana. And so the word Arcana actually stemmed from when Europe was transitioning from the dark ages into the Renaissance period. And also relates to like mystery and just kind of tapping into secrets. And so because also Nora and I are very spiritual beings, like in a personal sense, Everything about the brand is a hundred percent us and neither of us have also like had our own company before. So like, it's very much very empowering. It's, it's so reassuring. And of course, like, you know, the second that we decided on this idea and called our clients, no no doubt, no hesitation. They're like, they're like, absolutely. We're a hundred percent on board. Like anything that you guys do like we are with you every step of the way so like also getting that immediate like validation and support from our clients because like everything that we're doing is for them you know like and that's like the beauty of our company is that it was created for the artists that we love and the music that we love and we just like want to be able to do as much as we can to make their dreams come to life and make sure that they're able to have a life that they are proud of and that they mm-hmm. love by following this like passionate career. I mean, it all, yeah. it all stems back to just like passion and support. And I, it's been such an awesome experience launching it. Um, and we've already had, you know, a ton of client pit, like, you know, potential artist pitches and things like that. So like, just like the work, the workload is already like, in so like just, kind of exploding in such a great way and like oh. it's been so exciting and I just can't wait to see where we are like a year from now or even six months from now yeah that's so awesome are you had a couple artists that you were managing before right like two or three mm-hmm. um and then two out of the three we cordially split ways because we were all just kind of going in different directions okay. and so yeah, totally I, and then I just have my client slang dogs and okay. uh, Noir has a duo called acrylics and she has another artist called brunch beats. Nice. I think I've heard of brunch beats and then I I've heard slang dogs because of you. Um, obviously boys. <laughs> yes. They're like, if you, if you guys also are into anything like horror or like occulty, very creepy. Um, this is going to be a project you guys should totally check out. It's a full yeah. audio visual experience. Oh, nice. Are you guys going for any type of genre or is it just going to be like whatever feels best to you? It's whatever feels best for us. We've never wanted to keep ourselves in one genre or one market. Um, And like, even now, like we, the people that were potential clients that we're talking to now are all all house artists, there's like wave artists and things like that. So it's just, it's whatever we feel passionate enough to want to pour our energy and resources into as well um but you know like so like i'll just like a quick rundown like 
management is a two-way street. You know, I was like, gonna ask. Both parties like need to feel 100 percent comfortable because like with managing a client, they're essentially like trusting you to guide their project to the actual avenues and the channels that are going to get them the growth mm-hmm. um, that they're looking for to achieve their visions, you know, whatever that may be. So it's very much a a full trusting kind of relationship as you know the client needs to feel comfortable trusting Mm -hmm. us like by pushing their career we also need to feel that this is a project that truly wants this with their whole body and soul like I said it it all comes back to like just passion and vision like do you do you want this with like every ounce of your being and like what does then that look like for you um and the beauty is when all those stars align on our end and their end. Um, and on, so funny story too, my client slang dogs for about 10 months, ever since I first got her wind of their demos back mm-hmm. January of last year, I remember I told Nora probably once a week, I was like, I would murder to be able to work on this project. <laughs> I love everything about this project. And I said that like, and I, supported them like all through like their project and then finally come September of last year they were like hey can we like hop on a call at some point and potentially talk to you about management stuff and I was like someone was listening <laughs> thank you so much this is everything I've wanted amazing and it's been it's been fantastic so it's you know it's finding just like that kind of relationship dynamic in management is so key and then also too it's like you know, these are also now my closest, like some of my closest yeah. friends. So like, it's a matter of just like working so well together professionally and personally. And that for me is what makes an ideal manager artist relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks for diving into that. That definitely helps me. So as a manager, what are you essentially helping them with? Cause you touched on marketing and then I've also heard it's like booking. What give me just like a general rundown of what are those things you're working on for them? So for management for slang dogs, pretty much it is just helping them grow their career. So like putting them in connection with the labels that they wanted to work with that I have connections with, um, working on organizing different like collabs and also to Mm -hmm. like helping fully flesh out their massive projects. So like for slang dogs, for example, they have each of their big EPs as part of a storyline. So I am helping like craft like what that storyline looks like, you know, like what merch for that looks like, all the marketing, like what kind of like release promo, like pre and post release looks like, um, everything too, from just like branding online and helping them with their streams that they do. They do like monthly streams as well as like, you know, helping out with their community. They have a full discord that they run to. So it's pretty much just like business management as well. Cause like, you know, obviously like managing like the finances of it and things like that, as well as like the actual full like branding and like product management that comes wow. um, in with it as well. So, I mean, it, it's a lot, but also it varies based on the client. Like they, yeah. um, luckily like with slang dogs, they handle so much of their visual content as okay. well. Um, but I pretty much am there to just like steer and guide the boat and make sure that they're making the right moves that are also in line with the project like because they're very dark and creepy we have we have very specific like labels and artists that we are working with and want to work with um versus then just like not it's all it's about strategy essentially yeah definitely a huge part of it and making sure that like 
the fo the focused action is what makes sense for the whole like brand experience of slang dogs. Totally. How I get asked this a lot and I'm curious because like I know my music, but like if there's anyone that I could go to that knows their music and knows their shit, it's Mary, you guys. And so I'm just curious about your method for finding new music and new artists, but then also like record labels. Like how do you go about that research or like how have you done that research or being able to find out about new things and kind of be on top of it? Mm -hmm. Um, honestly. A lot of it comes from social media. Okay. Uh, as well as something that, so, okay, so for finding artists and music that I love, it's just diving into Spotify. Like, I love finding a song that I like on Spotify and then going to song radio. Yep, that's what I do. And seeing what populates under there. And then, but then when I'm doing like label scouting for like potential clients, so like, I'm, for example, like, a potential client that I'm kind of talking to, I'm putting together kind of like, uh, like kind of like label strategies. Mm -hmm. to um, so then I go through artists that they like, and I go through all their discography and I look and see what labels they've released with, and then do my own research on that label, like what their streaming numbers are, what their marketing plans look like, um, what the artists on that label, like how successful they are. So it's, it all stems, I mean, it's kind of just like a web of information. Yeah. One point of information and you can follow that trail to like whatever you're looking for, whether it's like artists to potentially like work for and like pitch collabs to or labels to look at. Um, and, you know, I found my rule of thumb for artists that I want to work with is can I work out to your music or I want to have like a, something on repeat when I'm like lifting heavy things yep. or do I want to like late night drive to your music you know? see there's so many different like energy levels of kind of artists and styles you can work with so for me it's like do I either want to work out and party to your music or do <laughs> like sit in my deep thoughts and like contemplate life and what that means to your music as well so like for, I have to it has to stem from a personal interest um, Got and it. also things that like in my personal life that I just like do. So like, if I cannot enjoy it on a personal level, on a fan level, then that fiery passion is not as sincere. I feel like because, because I got into this industry as a fan, because I'm like, I love this music and like my life surrounds it essentially. Yep. So, like, I continue this. It has to stem from that, like very like authentic, organic place, like within me, you know? Yeah, that totally makes sense. How long does that research process take, would you say? Um, it honestly depends and it depends yeah. on how quickly I want to put together something. Um, it, I usually probably spend like like this last weekend I spent like uh probably like a handful of hours just kind of like researching other labels and things like that. Um, but it all it's always funny whenever I stumble across an artist that my ears go, This, yes, it is like I work so fast. It could be like, yeah, hour, I've like fully, like, like studied their project and like, gone yeah, the gone down the rabbit hole. <laughs> like I can see them on here. If we get them on this, we can get them on this label. If we get them on this label, they'll get noticed by this agency. Oh, it's like my brain just like, it's, so I work very fast when I'm like, when I find someone that like, I want to work with so badly. Yeah. How did you get involved with Thrive? Um, that actually was 
it's so funny. Um, it's an, again, like just something that just kind of happened. Um, yeah. I was, so I was thinking, uh, a couple months ago, I was like, you know, I should just like be, I should open my heart to the possibilities of work opportunities in LA. I was like, mm-hmm. I feel like, because I'm in Denver now, but I was like, I feel mm-hmm. like I open my heart and soul to just like being open to it. Um, and then not even a few days later, one of my friends who works very closely with the label with a bunch of his clients, we were just like chatting on the phone one day and he was like, oh, by the way, I know that they are kind of looking for someone in marketing specifically. He was like, is this something you would be interested in? And I was like, yes, because this is also too, like I've worked on a like a small, small kind of like boutique label. And this is like- okay under the umbrella of like a like universal yeah. you know which is like one of the big like <laughs> one of the biggest like you know like like label names like in the entire music industry yeah. so um that and then that has just been like such a it just it just happens so naturally you know like yeah. I, all the releases that you know we get to work on it thrive because it's cool because it's still a, it's still a lot of very like unique and kind of like just like barrier pushing music and artists as well as they have a lot of stuff that crosses over into mainstream so like big big releases um like they're like nervo assigned to the label more kismet mm-hmm. um, so it's like so it kind of ranges also in size of artists they still very much support smaller artists while being able yeah. to work big like nervo releases that have Huge. like several million streams already um so it's just such a it's just such a really really like enriching experience because it's just like deeper into like the label side of the industry and you know just being able to work with like larger like marketing budgets and things like that it's everything that like I want to keep pursuing yeah on, on that end. and so that one's more marketing related right very much so yes okay mm-hmm. and then um I was gonna ask there's something I wanted to ask about that because you sent me a couple of releases how long have you been working with them um, that's, oh man. Um, I think I started with them in middle of February. Okay. February. So it's been like a couple months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you, would you say that your manifestations happen pretty quick or kind of slow or a little bit of both? They happen very quickly. Um, they definitely they- super fast in my world. It's, you know, like I said, like as soon as I like have like almost like a self-realizing like talk of like okay like let's be open to this or like kind of just start like working on something it happens yeah either within like a month or two or like at most like a few months so like for example an artist another artist that I've said for like the longest time like oh my god like I would love to work on this project um potentially might have a phone call with them about management stuff very soon as well so it's just like it's it feels my manifestations happen when I am following things on my true path so like we launched this management company all of these potential clients started like flooding in um that I don't think would have happened if we hadn't gone off and like done our own thing so it's just like uh, the faster my manifestations happen the more reaffirmed I am on my path yeah so it's so like re-motivating every single time something happens that like I've had on my like whiteboard here I'm just like yes like (laughs) 
listening and like it just feels so good to just be like so reassured by the universe and like all the things like I want to do like it it just follow your passions and like the universe will like align you with all the things that need to happen totally I I feel the exact same way I feel like I've had slow manifestations all throughout my life and I didn't really know it was manifesting until you know you dive more into spirituality and manifesting and all that and then once you get on that path the universe is like all right she's ready here's here's all these things like for you waiting for you and yeah it happened to me with my coaching business. Cause like I put out that I was going to do it. And then all of a sudden, like all these clients, potential clients just flood in and they are like, I've just seen you do the work on yourself. I want something similar. And I'm sure with like Arcana, everyone's seen the work you've done with your whole career. And they're like, I want in on this. I want to work with her, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's so gratifying. And also too, I noticed that as soon as I started, like placing myself in a daily mindset of like, I'm grateful for everything in my current reality. Mm-hmm. That is when the manifestations come. Yes. And yeah, as you know, they come like tenfold because the universe recognizes that like, even if like those things don't happen that I would like to happen, like I'm still existing in such a grateful mindset for everything around me. You know, I'm not wish I'm not, don't feel like there's emptiness in my life um or anything like that and when the universe can recognize that you're grateful for everything that you have in your present mm-hmm. that's when it rewards you because you're not asking for more you're grateful for everything around you and another like affirmation that I always say to myself is everything I need I already have and everything I want is already here <laughs> so it's just like reminding myself to like that. One also too, just like everything that I working, I'm working on now, I, if someone was going to tell me a year ago that my life was like this, where it is right now, I'd be like, you're lying. There's no yeah. <laughs> so just like reminding yourself that like where you are now is what you wish to be in your past. And mm-hmm. I think that's like so powerful to just like reassure yourself. Yeah. With these affirmations and manifestations, gratitude and everything like that, do you speak it? Do you write it? What's kind of like your, me- or is it just something you think about? Um, I speak it and I write it. So like okay. with every like full moon or like new moon cycle, I like reevaluate my list of like affirmations. And I have um, a blackboard on my wall here where I have like on one half, I have like this week's tasks and project and on the other half, it's intentions of like that. that. Cycle. So like, and it's right above my desk. So I'm constantly like daily reminded of like what to keep in mind. Yeah. Uh, and then I journal every morning. So it's just like constant reaffirming of these beliefs and like a, or like a new mindset that I want to like break a pattern of like old thoughts. Yeah. And like that. It's just, I have, to, I constantly say it out loud because like repetition is like what you believe. Um, yeah. So. I don't think I really talked about this on the podcast yet for the moon cycle. Do you do special like rituals or routines for new moon and full moon? Mm-hmm, I do. Um, so like for obviously for every full moon, um, you know, it's well for the new moons, like cycles, it's like, okay, what do I want to, manifest? what do I want to bring in? What new change, what positive changes do I want to bring into my life? And then with the full moon, it's like, okay, what what do I want to break free from? What do I want to release? So it's constantly kind of evaluating what good things do I want to bring into my life and what, you know, maybe like negative patterns, behaviors, thoughts that I want to like remind myself to release. Mm-hmm. So like, it's const- I mean, it's constant self 
evaluation. Um, and yeah, so for like the new moon and full moon, I meditate, I journal based on like whether I'm like wanting to manifest something or like yep. need something. And then I always do like a tarot spread to keep that in mind. Nice. Um, and then so and then with every moon cycle, I then update my intentions based on it's so like we just had a full moon. Yeah. And one of my intentions was I release my insecurities in all realms of my life. Mm-hmm. And then I that's that. So I have that. And then I have the ones where I'm like, I'm worthy, I'm secure, I'm valued. So like reminding myself, like there's, you can, there's no need to hold on to these insecurities because you are whole, you're valued. Yeah. You have validation to yourself. You don't need it like externally. That's so great. I, I try and do like a little thing. I know I put my crystals out. I do a little journaling here and there, that kind of stuff. But I really do think it's like really powerful to just like leverage that energy and like always have these like checkpoints of like checking in with yourself and everything like that. So that's definitely something I want to talk a lot more about because I feel like a lot of people get a little like, oh, that's too foo-foo for me. But like once you start tapping into it, like it just, I don't know, it really does feel good and helps you kind of reset throughout the year. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just like, especially too, when you can do kind of like a full, not even like a full ritual, but just like carve out that time and just like really spend like an hour or two, just like, just like on yourself. And like, it's just, you know, it's very grounding and it's very, it's, it's very much like kind of getting back in touch with like your inner self and like your intuition and just really kind of grounding yourself in that moment and seeing, and just, showing yourself that you respect yourself enough to go through this kind of self-care you know that's really what it all kind of boils down to is like framing it in a way of like like because I remember I tweeted this the other day it was like self-care is self-respect it's showing yourself that like you deserve that time to be fully poured back into yourself and Mm -hmm. I'm reminding yourself that like I'm doing this because I love myself and I want to show myself I respect myself by working on myself on a consistent basis That is so true. I love that. I saw your tweet about that. And I was like, yes, like it's more than just like the face masks and the bubble baths. Like, while that's all great and stuff. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it is a matter of self-respect and also like setting those boundaries and like stuff like that. That's like, so, so important. And Mm -hmm. I wanted to tap onto this because of, um, you're, you're, you have so many things on your plate right now. And a lot of people ask me similar. So what are those things that you do? Um, probably one to manage your time and then also two to ground yourself. This is a loaded question. And then the third part is like that motivation procrastination. If you deal with that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So first for like time management, I have to, like, I have my planner here where I just like everything and match like my Google calendars for my various emails. And then also to just like, I have then my daily, it's, it says get shit done. And it has okay. like, it has like a priority section and a full like to-do list of the day and like things like right. things on my schedule. And then it has just like a bottom where you can like write notes. So like I have like my planner where I make sure that I'm keeping up with like all my events and like, you know, something comes mm-hmm. up that I make sure I write down with this planner. And then just keeping myself just like constantly on like my to-do list. Um, and I think just looking at it stuff on a day-to-day basis. Um, yes. So it's funny. I so I have like my planner here for my month or like making sure like my months are like yep. plan. I have my daily, like, like almost like yep. my 
whiteboard is my weekly project. So yeah. I have to break it up into like time frames so that then I'm able to look at a task and not even stress about it. Just like knock one off at a time. Yep. Um, and for me, visually, like being able to see something cross up on a list. Same. I need it. I, I, don't <laughs> I need know. it too. Like all the people that are like, oh, I never write anything down. I'm like, all the power to you because I have way too much going on in my head to not have to write everything down. Exactly. Um, so that's uh, definitely like just time management and um, and just making sure that like I stop things before like before like probably like nine or ten o'clock so that I can still have like my time in the evening for myself and like decompress because yes. if I'm working until the moment I try to like get ready to go to bed then like my brain will never be able to go to sleep. Um, yes. And then the second question was grounding yourself throughout all these different things. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just, you know, I think constantly being able to go back and like look at my daily to-do list and like see things I've crossed off and as well as giving myself breaks. So like if I accomplish, like if I work for like two hours and then take a break and like make food or like do something like clean yeah. something, something that's kind of like a little bit of like a brain soother and jump back into it. Um, because like my motto is if no one is dying or losing a limb or bleeding out it can wait if I need to take like five ten minutes also too if I get like frazzled or start having like feeling like pretty like anxious like for some reason like taking that necessary five ten minutes to step back and Mm. and just like maybe like journal like a little bit just to get thoughts out of my head Um, actually I wrote down today was like before I start everything, I want to set an intention for it. So before I hopped on this call, I was like, I just want to have a lovely, like positive conversation with my friend and just uh-huh. like, and, and just like reconnect with her. Overall. Yeah. But like, I think giving yourself checks in the day to like stop and like take a breath and just like either say an affirmation or like an intention with like something mm-hmm. like next thing you're about to tackle with your day helps kind of just like reset and slow down because when we are as you know when you're go 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 all of a sudden like it's the end of the day and your brain is just like oh no I'm so stressed <laughs> I got so many things done today so like reminding yourself like you are deserving of like five ten minutes to recenter yourself yes. no matter what time like I think yeah it's so important um, that's so so powerful I think taking that just breather like sometimes we just forget to breathe. And that's kind of why I do a vibe check, um, where I actually like, will breathe through it kind of thing. But I do that with my clients and our coaching calls as like a check-in, like, let's just take three deep breaths. And every time I do that, I just feel so good. I'm like, why don't I do this more throughout my day? <laughs> right. I know. It, and it's so simple. It's like something as simple as taking three breaths. Yeah. Like, and, but sometimes we just through the hustle and bustle of the day, we just forget, forget that. And then the last question I had, like dealing with motivation and procrastination, because I think one of the biggest questions I always get is like, how do you stay so motivated? And so I'm curious, like what your answer would be to that. Um, you know, it's because, you know, we're not always motivated, you know, Mm -hmm. it's it's impossible to stay like super energized about everything all the time. Um, I think if I attempted to do that, I would, I would burn out in two seconds. Um, It's about, you know, being real with yourself and give and like understanding, like you do need time off. Um, and being able to, when you're giving yourself time off is actual time off, not like 
not like just like laying on your couch like still working it's like actually like put like stopping one yeah. thing like stopping work totally and giving yourself time to breathe and um and you know like procrastination is it's nice but it's always kind of stressful when all of a sudden you look around and you're just like oh my god I said I'm gonna do laundry for the last three days and I haven't like and, you know but also finally taking that step of just like conquering one I was fine when I can conquer one task I'm like oh, yep. okay cool I'm out of my little like funk and I can like knock out anything else um and then also too if you find yourself like very much in a lull like I love to like cleaning for me is like a very like grounding and like reassuring oh, yeah. motive to like get back into productivity so like like also just like recognizing what that might be for you. Like what is like a simple yet productive task that's going to make you feel good mm -hmm. and you want to continue to bring that back into your life. Um, and something else is whenever I stray from my routines or like my regular like gym schedule or like my morning routine, that's when I feel imbalanced and when I start to like slip into the you know, this, the procrastination or like, oh, like I don't, I have so many things on my to-do list, but I don't want to get to them. When I stray from the things that make me feel good on a daily basis, that's when that sinks in more. So just again, make sure that it's okay to take time off and stuff, but I'll like remind yourself, like these things make me feel good. These things yeah. good about myself, they make me feel like I'm living in a comfortable space. Like just I, I come, it always comes back to just self-respect because getting back into tasks is not a scary obligation. It's just, mm -hmm. it's going to just help you ease your mind because I mean, how many times have you procrastinated a task for a month that ends up taking like five minutes and you're like, say, oh, oh my God, all the time. <laughs> like I could have not, I could have done that like a few weeks ago and said, I let it hang over my head. So just like, but also then be forgiving with yourself. We're human beings. Like we're not perfect and if you slip off of like a routine or something just like there's like it's okay I would just then just try to take one step forward getting back into this and yeah. it's always much easier getting back into it because your mind is like I love this it makes you feel good um so just kind of just being kind with yourself and then just reminding yourself like I do this stuff because it makes me feel good and I do this because I do good things so this sounds so good <laughs> just like humans we're so we're so quick to judge ourselves and it's like yeah. like we're all imperfect just like be kind to yourself and it's then it's easier to get back into this motivated routine yeah something that comes up for me which is a perfect segue to talk about humans are like plants and mary has a lot of plants how did you get on this plant journey i'm just curious um Man, well, I got into the, I got into becoming obsessed with plants, um, probably like a few years ago, like probably like a year and a half ago, okay. but then when the pandemic hit, <laughs> spending so much time at home, I was like, man, there's a lot of spaces for plants around here. Like maybe I'll just like start buying one or like two. And yeah. like now I have plants all over, um, yes. I have a full like bookshelf of plants and I even had to buy extra plant stands because I had plants all over on the floor but I was like maybe I can make this like more aesthetic and I have plants all in my room plants in my bathroom it's I can't stop um how many do you have do you think last time I counted was like I think like 48 or 49 oh my goodness but <laughs> I love it 
And now I have this obsession with tiny plants, like oh. little, little tiny ones. So like, and they're like, cause they're like three or $5 at like any nursery. Yeah. Every time I go, I come back with like a bunch of more little ones and I have them like on the coffee table and like on my windowsill. And it's just... Did you yeah. get a tiny snake plant? Was that you? No, but I have like, I think like six snake plants. Someone I think posted a tiny snake plant. So that's just what that reminded me. And it was like the cutest little thing. <laughs> I like my, died. My new thing are carnivorous plants. Like mm-hmm. I have, I have a tiny little Venus flytrap. Name is little monster. Um, and then I bought another one over the weekend as well. And I just think they're so cute because they're kind of creepy because they eat, they, they eat live things but they're still plants and they're just so adorable and I just I love little creepy cute things so yeah with carnivorous plants um so that's also that's a new one do you have earth signs in your birth chart um I'm mostly fire and water okay yeah what's your big three so I'm a Sagittarius sun, Pisces moon, and Capricorn rising. So I guess, yeah. So ah. I know everyone's like, ah, oh, I don't make sense. But um, <laughs> like, which is funny too, because um, Nor, my business partner, she's a Pisces sun. So like, okay. We, so like, again, just like so much of ourselves is for yeah. the company. Um, and as you can tell, see from the branding, we have like moons and like stars. Yeah. And it's very like spiritually like like driven. I mean, yeah. We started. We're gonna start posting like affirmations and things like that. Um, so oh, cute. All, it all very much links back to this realm of like spirituality and like astrology and everything. Yeah, I love that. Um, I am also a Capricorn rising, so that's why I said ah, because I'm like, <laughs> makes sense, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> both of us, like it just makes sense. So I think I'm a Taurus, Sun, Virgo, Moon, Capricorn rising, so all Earth signs. Um, and wow. so that's just why I was like, yeah, like Capricorn rising, I get it. <laughs> um, and so the last thing I wanted to touch on with the music industry, actually, is while we're wrapping up here what is some advice that you would give to someone that wants to get into the music industry? Um, a few things like what, um, first just like find out specifically what about the music industry gets you excited and then find out what jobs are kind of like relevant to that. Um, second advice is connect with as many people as possible and get used to hearing the word no. You're gonna hear the word no all the time. The biggest thing is just having thick skin and using that no or that rejection to pivot and adjust your strategy um, and go for it. Just go for it. Everything, yes. everything that, I, that I've done has been because I've just said, I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna do this thing. I'm just gonna try this thing and not, you because also to the music industry, is very saturated you can't expect things to happen to you you have to create the things to happen to you um and then yeah and then just make sure that you're honoring that with the clear clear intentions that you're going after this because it's a passion not for any other assumed perk um i'll be the first to tell you guys there's no money in music um so it's not like this like big like flashy like lifestyle that people think you know it's it takes it's a hustle. 
it, it is and it takes time and it takes consistency you know so like get used to saying hearing the word no follow your passions and use both of those to create your own avenue in the music industry and also yeah. use that then to find the right people to also connect with because you'll like there's no way I would be doing any of this if I like I could not do any of this by myself there's no no yeah. chance or just be open to connecting with people, use the nose in a positive way and make sure that you're staying true to your passion and intentions of why you got into this and what to get into this. Yeah, I totally agree with that because I started Vibe with Aid similarly. I just wanted to get into music and festivals somehow. And so I created Vibe right. with Aid just to like, you know, do something because I was just right. like, I don't know what to do. So I'm just going to create my own thing. And then now it's grown into this whole thing of like a platform and like I get to go to festivals for free and like this really lately has been really interesting because since I quit my job I've been getting reached out to by festivals for marketing That's um, amazing. which is just like had I not taken that first step to start vibe with aid like would not be here wouldn't be sitting here talking with you and like the coaching business wouldn't be here and all these other things so it really is important to just like see what avenue you can fit yourself into make those connections and just trust the process and stay consistent absolutely that's really what it boils down to is yeah because i mean nothing good like honestly nothing good happens overnight it takes like consistent energy and effort um to create something for yourself um exactly and i'm just so proud of you just like watching your own growth from thank you from back then all the way up until now like it's been so awesome to watch your own journey yeah same likewise um and so last thing we have just quick rapid fire quick rapid fire I know this is going to be hard for your for to get to this but I'm going to put you on a rapid fire thing so top five EDM artists right now that you love Mm, okay top five that's why I gave you five (laughs) Thank you. Cause you know, I could list like 30, um, top five right now would be Eli Brown. Um, oh my God. It's so hard. Eli Brown, Skeller, obviously Zed's dead. Yes. Um, there's a house artist lowdown that I really started like getting into. And then, um, Bombay's that Allure song that I sent you a couple days. Yeah. Ago. I have been, I've, totally digging it's so pop. good <laughs> so good that's true oh my god I love such it. a groove uh favorite festival you've ever been to friendship knew that was coming I want to <laughs> go so bad Ugh. I so bad uh, it's so weird to think that that was my like last event before the pandemic right? it feels like it was like five years ago yeah is the most fun you could ever have like and because like you and I have done holy shit yeah we did holy shit friendship is like that's the next level for me like I just I'm ready to go I'm ready for it and then um first event you're hitting uh now that things are opening back up if you happen to have that schedule it will depend um I think it'll depend if EDC is happening um yes because then that would be probably my first one okay and then if not that um lost lands I will okay lost lands I'm pretty sure love it kind of finalizing details but those are the honestly I'm ready give me the dubstep lands I went yeah 
18 and that was so much fun um even though i'm Carry not the like, base oh yeah i'm like i love it give me the dub steps I'm, I'm here for it love it and then the last one top three favorite subgenres of edm uh wave music drum and bass and oh man probably like it's ho- it's hard to explain but it's like that blend of like techno it's i mean it's not tech house but it's like it's like in a blend of like industrial techno and house music and i can't mm. why it's like it's kind of like in the realm of like eli brown with his like more techno yeah. style stuff and like will clark his his like his more his more heavier ones yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Totally. I was just explaining that to someone. I was like, well, Clark has some like, it's not fully techno, but it's like still kind of house, but like, you know, and it's like it's, not tech house though. <laughs> no, but, but then there's also like melodic techno and that's yeah. not, it's, so, yeah. it's, yeah. Love the blend of the genres. Can't name them. Don't even want to try to just know that that is a style that I love. Exactly. Exactly. So, well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. This was so great to catch up and like, oh, I can't wait to hug you and everything. Um, tell everyone where they can find you at and plug whatever, anything and everything. Yep. So you can, all my personal socials are fairy God married on all platforms. Um, and then if you want to follow our management company, it's Arcana and GMT on all platforms as well. And definitely check out our full roster. If you like bass music and you're like drum and bass and like creepy stuff, hit up Slang Dogs. If you like the dubsteps, the, the dubsteps, go check out Brunch Beats. <laughs> and then if you like trap music and also a little bit of drum and bass, check out Acrylics, our other artists as well. Yay. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Sit tight, everyone. I will be right back. Thank you so much to Mary for joining Let's Buy Podcast today. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Feel free to go give Mary some love. Give her a follow. Let her know that you found her from my podcast. I absolutely love her. I can't wait to reunite with her and just give her a big hug. Um, She's one of my favorite people like ever, honestly. And so I hope that this episode gave you guys some inspiration, some motivation um, and what you could be doing to better yourself or get yourself closer to your dreams because her and I are both the same in that anything is possible if you set yourself to it and you get out of your own damn way. Um, I think definitely a future episode coming about like fighting your fears and just going after what you want in this life and her and I are both testaments to that and so it was just a great episode. I'm still buzzing from it, honestly. She's such an amazing human. So I hope you guys really enjoyed today's episode. If you did, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, tag me on Instagram where you're listening from. And if you liked today's episode, also give Mary a tag and check her out. I hope you guys are staying safe out there. I love you guys so, so much. And I will see you in the next one. Stay vibey vibe tribe. Bye. Bye.